five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> we are back. It's Energize episode 15. So much happier doing the countdown in English. Back to, back to reality. Yeah, back to reality. Barry, gives the lowdown. What's going down this week? Okay. No surprises. <laughs> okay, this week, we are, yes, yes we are, discussing the Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor fight that's going on this Saturday. I cannot wait for it. 26th of August, T-Mobile Arena, live on pay-per-view. Make sure you're watching, because if you're not, you're not my friend. Very... Us. Very us, yeah. Uh, also, we're just going to go through everything about the fight, how it came about, the ins and outs, the ups and downs, and then finally, we're going to finish off with the Premier League, because there's actually some serious football fans that are giving out and they want more. Yes, yeah, so Barry, hit me with the first question. Okay, so we're going to start it off now, and it's going to be, Ross, how did this fight even come about? How did it come about? I was actually thinking about this today, because I was thinking... Where did this fight actually come to fruition? And I think what really happened was, is that Conor McGregor actually had no one left to fight in the UFC. Yeah. And I don't mean on talent-wise. Yeah. I meant in terms of selling a pay-per-view and making the most money possible. Like, Khabib, Tony Ferguson, Kevin Lee, Tyrone Woodley. You know what I mean? Diaz. Diaz is a bit of an exception, but I don't think UFC were going to let him do the third fight straight away. Yeah, yeah. And Diaz is like... He's tough to negotiate with. Like, he's just... I don't know. He's a bit crazy. Yeah. So, like, I think Conor McGregor had no one actually to fight in the UFC. And then, you know, him and Floyd had a bit of back and forth. And this thing just eventually came about. I think it all happened about two years ago on Conan. And Conan was like, yeah. would you fly Floyd Mayweather? And he's like, what do you mean? And dance around the ring, make a hundred million? Yeah, yeah, of course I would. And then Floyd was like, yeah. And then Floyd saw the star power that Conor McGregor has. And it just sort of eventually... This fight was made on social media. It was, really, yeah. Which is absolutely incredible. The power. The power. Biggest fight of all time. And these guys just sort of had like bitchy comments back at each other until the, the deal got done. And Conor McGregor, he like envisioned this. And he envisioned McGregor promotions as yeah. part of like the deal to make it happen. And I can't believe it's actually happened this weekend. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think, here we are. I don't think anyone can believe it's actually happened this week. I know. It's... Absolutely crazy. It's weird when you see them face off that they're actually going to get into the ring and fight each other. Yeah. I remember the first time when they got on stage and McGregor was wearing the fuck you suit and like just seeing them face to face. It didn't even seem real. It was weird. It was just I'm like... I'm pretty sure that's the first time they've ever come face yeah, to face. Yeah, definitely, yeah. So it was like so like natural, if yeah. that makes sense. Uh, the reactions between the two of them. So I suppose yeah. we should really, you know, maybe give a breakdown on each person's career because some people might be big MMA fans and not know a lot about Floyd and some people might be boxing fans and know, not know a lot about McGregor yeah well I'm sure most people actually follow us know a bit, a bit about McGregor so you may yeah, as well that's true. may as well give a few deets about uh, our Dave, Floyd yeah Mr. Floyd okay Floyd Mayweather 49 and 0 yeah potential GOAT he could be the greatest of all time I just can't believe 49 and 0 I just I literally well, the only time he was ever beaten was in the Olympics but he was like fucked over then. But like yeah. 49 and 0 is like. As a professional, absolutely phenomenal. 26 knockouts. He has people on his record, on his resume, such as Juan Manuel Marquez, Oscar De La Hoya, Ricky Hatton, Miguel Cotto, Manny Pacquiao, Canelo Alvarez. Like all these are pound I, for pound fighters you, as is. You forgot the big show. Remember, he came on for the rest. Beat the big show at WrestleMania. <laughs> beat Shane Mosley. Like he's beaten absolutely Hall of Fame boxers. And you know what? 
he's done it without barely being hit as well. I know, yeah. Suppose he hasn't been hit, like, connected hard. In uh, Sorry, he's only been hit hard less than 10 times. Yeah. In 49 fights. I know Mosley, Mosley hit him hard and Maidana hit him hard. Uh, But, like, at, look, he's so hard to hit. I think that's my biggest problem with this fight in terms of Conor McGregor. I'm just like, will he actually be able to physically hit him? Yeah. Lo- loads, loads of, like, the actual, like, boxing... People that they're all saying that McGregor's not even going to touch him. Um, like realistically, like he's definitely going to get one punch in now. Yeah, you might as well give us a bit of Conor McGregor's background, Barry. Okay, uh, as you know, Conor McGregor comes from Dublin, absolute legend. Um, made his made his debut in the UFC like on short notice, fighting Marcus Brimage. Um, and then like, made quick work of him. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, we totally outclassed him. In fairness, he had this star quality like no other, didn't he? I think it was just. The Irish wit he almost had, like uh, saying Dana sixty G's baby, and that was, from then then on out, like it's just been like an unbelievable story. And it's been an absolute tornado, isn't it? Yeah, I was gonna say a whirlwind, but it's a tornado. Yeah, like he just went from there, and like he fought twice in the UFC, and he was headlining his own event, and it's yeah. very rare featherweights to headline an event unless you're the champion. And he's headlining an event in Dublin, yeah. his home country. Then he goes on, and he eventually makes his way up. Supposed to fight um, Jose Aldo at UFC 189. Aldo pulls out. Conor yeah. McGregor's lying there in bed. And uh, Dana White or John Cameron comes in and be like, oh, will we fight Mendes? And Conor McGregor just goes, they're all the same. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. And he goes in there, knocks out Chad Mendes after a tough first round, knocks him out in the second. Then fights Aldo. Absolutely steamrolls him 13 seconds. Yeah. Has the rockiness with Nate Diaz. But in fairness, he admits himself he went off the bandwagon. He, he was did. believing his own hype. He did, yeah. And then he brought himself back to humble beginnings. Beats Nate Diaz in the rematch. Goes and steals the lightweight title. The champ champ. Apologised to absolutely nobody. Yeah. And he's the biggest superstar in fighting at the moment. He's a far bigger superstar than Floyd Mayweather. There's more clicks when Conor McGregor's name's in the headline than when Floyd Mayweather's name's yeah. in the headline. The proof it proof's even in the pudding. We put up a picture there the other day. Uh, the mural just beside Sin nightclub in town and Conor McGregor actually liked it and the second he liked it the thing actually blew up it was like a volcano I was like Ross what do you have to do man yeah the, it, thi- the thing was like I think the post that I don't know that <laughs> post has five times more likes than our next most liked yeah. post it got over 100,000 interactions if anyone's on Instagram 100,000 intera- interactions is a uh, a lot is a lot yeah. and our, our, mo- our most the most interactions we had in a picture before that was only 5,000 so uh it was over a hundred thousand more interactions than that. That was um, that was off the rails that day as well. The fella is an absolute media mogul, really, isn't he? Like everything he does is so calculated. Yeah, it really is. Like it's so well thought out, and he's such a student of the game. It's actually frightening. He knows everything. Yeah, but even getting in legendary uh, referees, boxing referees, just even bringing Everly brought in, like even his team, he's looking after them. <sighs> They're all they're all getting their own publicity as well. Mm. Even the cut man is getting his own like videos as well. It's just uh, it's just so new age. And, and there's so many different looks to the camp as well, isn't there? Like you can watch on Roddy's vlog, you can yeah. watch the Mac Life, you can watch Embedded. You know what I mean? There's so many different looks to get in at, 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 at like the training he's been doing, and he's so into his training. Like on his days off, he's there. He's like boxing with Artem. He's doing his ab workouts. I've n- I don't think I've ever seen someone so dedicated to what he's doing. I know, man. Uh, I I saw that he he had originally had his own gym built out in Las Vegas, right? Yeah. And then uh, he went and visited the, the UFC performance center. Yeah, the performance center, and he was just like, 
this is just has everything for me. Yeah. So he did, goes and uses it. He they, he must. He have, even got his own name written on the UFC canvas. Was that actually? Actually, I did, like I didn't even think of that. Yeah. They like, must. They mustn't let any other UFC fighters in while he's training as well. I think the only person I've seen in there is um, Francis Ngannou. Yeah, but, but I mean, like at certain times, because like, yeah. he trains at like three a.m. Yeah. So at certain times, like no UFC fighter must be allowed in the building, really. Oh, I'd imagine so. It's absolute state of the art quality stuff. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And unbelievable. Like I, I, I don't think I've seen him in better shape as well. That's he's it. Looking, yeah. He's looking so big yet so lean and so nimble. The way he like floats into the when he's in the ring, and I know I know everyone was like slating him. I suppose we just talk about it, like his McGregor challenge and all that crap. You know when he's like moving his arms like that, everyone's like the absolute say that. But I'm just like, that's so free motion. Yeah, he's like loosening up. Yeah, I, I don't see any problem with that. Like he's warming up. Like if he was like throwing punches like that, I'd be like, what's he doing? Like, oh David, no, no, he wouldn't be just throwing punches. Obviously not. No, no. But like David Hay was like mocking him. I'm just like. Uh, John Cavanaugh was saying okay. that, that like see certain boxers go in and their their uh, shoulders are more forward so therefore when they're throwing punches they can't really like they can only really go straight they can't really like go like hook Yeah. so when he has that free motion he gets more he can get more like loopy or whatever way you want to call it mm. sure even dating back to the Marcus Brimage fight apparently Kenny Florian said that and was, went to all the UFC vets like Michael Bisbing Chelson and he was like this guy has crazy angles. It was like, the yeah. way he punches is like no one I've ever seen before. Yeah. He punches at these angles and he comes in with these punches from certain angles that is like, he just he just punches it with angles that people aren't used to. He's yeah. an extraordinarily awkward character. And that's why a lot of people have struggled with him. Like, look what he did to Eddie Alvarez. No one's ever done that to Eddie Alvarez. I know, I know yeah. And like, he made Eddie Alvarez look like it was his first ever fight. Yeah, he did. And like, I know it's boxing and I know it's different, but... Mayweather's going to have looks that he's never seen before. Yeah. And he's not someone you can easily mimic. Is it, the funny thing about Conor McGregor is, like, when you say he's different to everyone else, like, he literally is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not even blowing smoke up anyone's ass. Like, it's just, he's not the same as anyone else. Yeah, like, he has all the money and stuff, so and not many UFC fighters would have as much money, if no, actually, none of them would have as much money as him. But it's just the way he moves. The, it's totally different to any other fighter and then like uh, he said <laughs> he said that uh, Mayweather basically he was doing an interview and they said that Mayweather didn't bring in any MMA fighters to mimic McGregor and McGregor goes you'd have to reincarnate Bruce Lee to mi- yeah. to get my sort of action and stuff oh it was actually absolute goldless man yeah I think this fight is pretty incredible we were asked on Instagram to discuss the 8 ounce gloves so we probably should yeah um, in my opinion I think the 8 ounce gloves obviously are going to benefit McGregor um, he already has the height he has the strength um, and he has the, he has the touch of death in his hands as well and with 8 ounces it's obviously going to help more than 10 ounces and uh, Dan Hardy was saying that like when he sparred in 8 ounces and then when he sparred and then put on 10 ounce gloves it felt like they were like 14 ounces so as much as like it's not actually in like such a massive difference it still it still benefits McGregor. Personally, I think it's a humongous difference because with the difference in ounce of gloves, right? I don't see the difference in the ounce of gloves being the actual like padding on the gloves. It's the actual physical size of the gloves. So therefore, when you're blocking punches, you can easily break the guard a lot better with an eight ounce glove. Yeah. Because it's more slender. So yeah. when you hold your fist up to block your face, 
there's more chance of that eight ounce glove slipping through in between the two yeah. hands. Uh, also, yeah, there will be less padding. McGregor will hit harder. Floyd has problems with his hands. Yeah. I feel like McGregor almost duped Floyd into doing this. I feel like McGregor was like, oh, you wouldn't fight me with eight ounce gloves. Yeah. He almost goaded him into doing it. He's like, now I'm going to fight you with eight ounce gloves. It's, this is closer to an MMA glove. That's what McGregor's used yeah. to. McGregor, obviously, as you said, has that absolute hammer of a left hand. The only thing with this for me in terms of McGregor landing that is that if he does actually knock Floyd Mayweather down, he has about 15 seconds to get himself back together because yeah. it's not going to be a 10-second 10 10-count 10 if Floyd Mayweather gets knocked down. Why do you think, why do you think Floyd Mayweather accepted this to go down to 8 ounces because obviously it doesn't benefit him and why would you ever want to benefit your opponent it could be an ego thing for him it could be that he thinks he can beat him no matter what yeah. and that he almost feels to like his way of promoting the fight is by trying to make it quote unquote fairer how therefore people will think McGregor has more of a chance maybe maybe it's almost like sells extra pay-per-views with the 8 ounce gloves do you think so potentially so maybe more people think that McGregor has a higher chance of winning now with the 8-ounce gloves on. Yeah, I think when it like overall comes down to it, like uh, no one's going to ever be like, like after the fight, no one's going to be like, oh, but they fought in 8 ounces, if they had fought in 10, blah. Um, no. I, I actually think Mayweather's not taking this fight seriously at all. Just from looking at all the footage, he's there, if you haven't watched the new Embedded, he's there eating donuts, um, like he's going to strip clubs, he's... Doing all this other stuff, like hanging around with Shaquille O'Neal and Vegas. Gentlemen's clubs. Gentlemen's clubs, yeah, sorry, yeah, excuse me. But uh, he just doesn't seem to be focused. And the thing is, you can't not prepare for Conor McGregor. Like, you, you can't just take it for granted. And he's, he's almost taking this for granted. Yeah, one thing I would definitely agree with it is that out of the two of them, McGregor's taking a 10 out of 10 series. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Floyd looks like he's taking a 4 out of 10 series. Now, who knows? Floyd Mayweather might do absolutely disgracefully hard workouts when we're not looking. But we've seen absolutely nothing. I think that's more a bit more of a boxing thing. I think the boxers are a bit more closed off. They don't want you to see what they're doing behind the closed doors. But, like, when you see, like, UFC embedded, like, you see them go absolute hell for leather during yeah. their workouts. Yeah. And, like, you more get to more of an insight into their camp. I think Mayweather's always been a bit reserved. And there was even that rumour that he got knocked out and training by Zab yeah, Judah. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah. But like Zab Judah wasn't even in his camp, so like that was just like anything for anything to get a few more clicks on your website, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So uh the thing is like when you go through McGregor's career, like uh as you said, what it be Poirier, then it moved on to Poirier went to Seaver, wasn't it? Oh yeah, jeez, yeah. what was even the point of that? Yeah, I but think like that was a fitter fight just to give a main event somewhere. Yeah, but I mean, like every time, every time he went into a fight, it was like, oh, he can't beat this person, he can't beat this person, yeah. he can't beat this person. And every time he beat them, then there was excuses. It's like, oh well, he he's not that good, or oh, he's not that good, or all these oh, excuses. Short notice and all that oh. stuff. Like whereas now, like when he was fighting Jose Aldo, like like for the first time, I was like. I actually don't know if he can beat this guy and then when he beat him it was just like ah well it was Jose Aldo who's that really like, I, yeah, I feel, like oh, he's been in too many wars yeah too it, many it, wars but like now with Mayweather it's like oh he can't beat the greatest ever can't beat the greatest ever but if he actually does beat him it'd be like oh he's 40 yeah it'd be like oh well he's 40 so like who couldn't beat that guy you know what I mean it's yeah. gonna it's so like oh uh, he's obviously gonna win you know what I mean it, it's such a strange thing to think of that it's, as, the, as the fight's getting closer the odds are coming more in for McGregor and the strange thing about it is that, like, as I said, like, Floyd boxed the ears off Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. He had a close fight with Maidana and then beat him quite well in the rematch, in my opinion, anyway. He beat Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah. He beat Shane Mosley. 
He beat Canelo Alvarez, who could be one of the best pound for pound boxers in the world right now. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, he beat Mikel Cotto, who was like physically a good bit bigger well, than him. Well, he's supposed to be like the hardest hitter. Yeah, he's a very hard hitter. He's very durable as well. So, like, he's beat all these absolutely fantastic boxers in the squared circle. And now, for some reason, this guy from Crumlin Boxing School is going to actually seem to be Mayweather's biggest challenge. I, I can't even believe that he's Irish. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, always, you always see these legendary... The superstars. Yeah, and he's literally just up the road. It's, it's quite strange that I've always felt like there's maybe, like, four famous Irish people in the world. And when I say famous, I mean... You can go anywhere in the world and they'll be like, oh, I know who that is. And like, I'm like, Noel like Horn. Bono. Bono. Liam Neeson. Colin Farrell. Pete. And there was someone else <laughs> who I was thinking, but I can't actually think of their name now, so probably not that famous. Probably weren't that famous. Yeah. yeah, so like, I look at those and I go, right, they're sort of like, who I would consider famous. They would yeah. be stopped in America being like, oh, can I have a picture? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And then like, Conor McGregor like, trumps all of them. Or oh, maybe Rory McIlroy if you want to consider him Irish. Yeah, yeah. But like, that's probably it. Yeah. And now like, he eclipses all of them. As in, like, he could add all of them up, like, yeah. and, like, Conor McGregor's, like, above that. He's, it's weird, because he only has 16 million followers on Instagram. I know only 16 is, like, an absolute phenomenal But, like, in terms of, like, Kim Kardashian with 100 million, I feel like if a post went up tomorrow about, you know, Kim Kardashian's tits or, like, Conor McGregor getting knocked out in sparring, the Conor McGregor knocked out in sparring will get yeah. more clicks. So... It just shows how much of a superstar he really is. Yeah. And I think he's like, he's getting very close to it if he hasn't already like surpassed Floyd Mayweather on Instagram. Yeah, well. yeah the thing is, anytime McGregor posts, like, he, there's so many interactions on his page, but if yeah. you look at Mayweather, there's, there's not really actually that much interaction. Yeah, but like, when you post the same photo 17 times yeah, in a row, no, like, yeah. that sort of, I don't know, whoever's running Floyd's social media, like, needs to be absolutely fired straight away. Yeah. He's almost using this fight as promotion for his, the, what's it called, the girl collection. Like, yeah, he's just whatever, been promoting that. Whatever that sort of gentleman's club is. Yeah. We're being very generous, Colin. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we might as well get into the fight a bit, really. Yeah. Uh, what you what you make of McGregor's training camp going in now? Like, oh yeah, actually, that's where I wanted to go. I almost think Polly Malignaggi has been talked about this in this fight more than Floyd Mayweather yeah, has. He has yeah. Um, Can't argue that. Look, McGregor's brought in all the right guys. One of the greatest things I think about McGregor's camp is bar Polly Malignaggi. I can't name you one of his sparring partners. And I don't mean that in a negative way. It means that he's treating them so well that they haven't felt the need to run their mouth about anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He went in there, Polly Malignaggi, a year or so ago, talked a load of crap about McGregor. Yeah. And you can't talk about crap about McGregor and get in the ring and not expect him to have a knock with you. And that's what he did. He was like, we're going to be in there having a knock and sword all out. And he went in there. Yeah, well, McGregor had to go in there and not only prove a point to himself, but like prove a point to everyone else that he mm. he like he deserves to be yeah. And Polly admitted himself. He's like Conor McGregor won some rounds, and like Polly Manaji's like yeah, but I won some as well. But the more you well, think the, about it, the more you think about it, like I assume I think they sparred twenty rounds. I'm gonna assume McGregor won fifteen of them. You know what I mean? Because the way it was spoken about, it was just it was just like Polly Manaji was like it was even. And if 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 I had a fight with you, Baz, and I was like, oh, it was even, it probably means I lost. I get you, yeah. Otherwise, you'd be like, oh, I won. I you know what I mean? Yeah, like, but like, you have to bear in mind, Malignaggi is a former two-time world champion as well. So, like, if you're thinking about that, and then some people are writing off McGregor, I mean, what? where do you put Malignaggi in this sort of... Look, if I was to put Malignaggi on the spectrum of Floyd Mayweather, like, he'd be worse than the opponents 
I listed earlier who Floyd has beaten. Yeah. However, Conor McGregor seemed to have beaten Polly Manalaji in sparring, so who knows who else he could be. It's interesting to see because a lot of the MA community are sort of saying, um, don't know if he can do it, but I'm hopeful for Conor. A lot of the boxing community are very quick to sort of shut down like McGregor winning. Yeah. Andre Berto, who was like Floyd Mayweather's last win, was like, I really hope Floyd Mayweather wins for the sake of boxing. Ricky yeah. Hatton's given Conor McGregor no chance. Uh, what's her name? Heather Hardy, who fought yeah, for Bellator, yeah. Yeah. was like, McGregor has no chance. She yeah, she was laughing. Yeah. She laughed at it. Yeah. Um, She's very so, hot, by the way. Like. <laughs> great input there, as well. Very good uh, input. Yeah, so like, <laughs> that's that's the way it, that's the way it is. It's, uh, yeah, but the thing is, what? Okay, yeah. All the boxing people are, are writing off McGregor. But what happens if he actually ends up like doing the business and actually winning? Well, before we get to the end result, I think yeah. we should talk about the actual fight itself. Oh, so, keep, keep so, people, keep yeah. people like still we, intrigued. We, see, we, we have absolutely nothing to talk about on Floyd Mayweather's camp. I've seen not an ounce of training done yeah. by him. I have no idea who he has in sparring. I know he brought in no MMA fighters. Yeah. But I don't think he needs to bring any MMA fighters. No. I, I don't no. know who's gonna where he's going to get this look. But I can tell you how the fight's going to start. Conor McGregor's going to charge across that octagon and start firing off shot, or sorry, the octagon, the boxing ring. Yeah, yeah, ring, yeah. And, and start <laughs> firing shots at Mayweather. He's coming out and he wants, every time Conor McGregor fights, the first psychological battle is who makes the first backward step and it won't be Conor McGregor. Yeah. What, what are you actually expecting from the fight at the beginning? Because remember when like Wonderboy fought Woodley and they both were just so tentative and didn't really go for it and they sort of stood off each other. Like, do you think this sort of fight for the first couple of rounds is actually sort of going to be this is the At only arm's time, length almost. This is the only time I thought Conor McGregor should almost have brought Lomachenko into his camp just to see if he could hit the fella. Because okay. if you can hit Lomachenko, you can hit anyone in the world. Um, but like obviously it didn't make sense due to styles and stuff like that. But my only thing is, is Floyd Mayweather too evasive for Conor McGregor? That's I think thing, that's yeah. I think that's the only question fight. If McGregor is able to land on Floyd Mayweather. It's going to be one hell of a fight. So, yeah. the way I look at it is, I, f- I suppose we should weigh them up stature-wise. Yeah. Conor McGregor, what, 5'9", 5'10", yeah. 74-inch reach. Yeah. Um, quite a, like, almost like a gorilla-like frame. Very long arms. Yeah. Uh, he's going to sort of, he sort of trots across the ring, doesn't he? He sort yeah. of skips across. Floyd Mayweather sort of does that shoulder roll. 72-inch reach, about 5'7". Although I was surprised to think when I was looking up Floyd Mayweather and looking up all of his opponents, he's actually taller and longer than most of his opponents. Yeah, Pacquiao's quite small. Like. Mm. Yeah, but you just sort of thought, looking at Floyd when he's against Conor, you would eventually fought someone a bit bigger than him. Yeah. But like, he always like fights even, his own he, terms. Yeah, but even Cotto, who's like... like Massive. M- like bigger, broad, yeah, yeah, broad, yeah, broader. Like more of a more of a tank. Like he wasn't actually like taller or longer than him. That's a bit so, odd. So, uh, Although Mayweather had, had, would have had the reach in nearly everyone as well. Yeah. Yeah, so th- he he's, he's actually fighting someone without the reach on him. So yeah. it should be actually interesting. Also, I think we got an insight we've seen the Polly versus Connor sparring. I know it was only a 20 second clip out of what, like 36 minutes of boxing. Yeah. But what we actually saw is that McGregor's going to get in that clinch and try and hit him with the dirty uppercuts. And it's going to be interesting to see. <laughs> and realistically, I don't think Connor's worried about getting points taken off. No. Because he's going for the finish. So. Yeah, I don't think he's even going to be afraid of getting knocked out, you know that? No, I don't think so either. So, I, I do think, stature-wise, McGregor's going to have a huge, huge size advantage. And the weight is also going to play in his favour. Floyd Mayweather's fought nearly, the, like, I'd say 80% of his career 
at 140 to 147 pounds. Yeah. And now he's fighting 154 pounds against a man who's never looked better at that weight. I know, yeah. And like, really see what? He's going to have to cut, what, 13, 14 pounds? Like, that's a stone. Like, that's not a lot for Conor McGregor considering he was cutting down the featherweight. Yeah. And then he was coming out the next night and like, like look how good he looked after fighting Aldo. No, McGregor's looking great. Like yeah. I'm sort of like, like he's literally going in and in his absolute prime to fight someone who's definitely not in the prime, but still like still knows how to how to play the game. So that, but, that's how he's gotten this far. He knows how to play the game. Floyd Mayweather. But I want to get into absolutely every aspect of this fight. So like, walkouts. Is McGregor going to walk out first? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So he's going to come out to Foggy Jew Notorious. Yeah. Yeah. And what he's going to have, John Kavanagh, Owen Roddy, as court man. The yeah, I think I think yeah, I think they can only have three people. Okay, so they're gonna have those. That's that's gonna be McGregor's corner. Yeah, I think so. Is, is, is there not like is only the full on striking coach? There's no boxing coach at all. No, no, I don't think so. I like I feel like I would have known if there was one now. Yeah, and what maybe no, if there's a fourth, maybe Artem. Yeah, Ar- like Artem has been there since day one. I, yeah. me- I remember they showed a video they put a video up in the UFC there and it was uh, when McGregor won a cage Warriors the second belt yeah and Artem was there and it was Artem John Cavanagh and Owen Roddy just sitting behind the cage and it was so funny because like, it's still the same to this day yeah, yeah. you know what I mean I'm like, just thinking if there is a fourth it would be Artem obviously the cut man has to be there yeah um, and then what especially Tony and Tony McGregor I can see you know the way in, the way they do the boxing you can see one side of the ring I think we'll be able to see Tony McGregor like on the far side standing up shouting he'll be sitting beside like Jay-Z or something I, I think I feel like it could be like two people behind Dana White yeah. uh, what, and then is someone gonna like, do you think someone's gonna walk out with McGregor like Floyd Mayweather's had like Triple H he's had I, Justin Bieber I actually don't know is Floyd Mayweather gonna bring out a celebrity with him apparently there's talk bringing Nate Diaz out but I don't <laughs> actually see Nate Diaz doing that unless uh, he wants a free ticket to the fight yeah no, nah, there's no point in that but I feel like Nate Diaz would be like actually up for Conor McGregor I think he Nate Diaz was uh, has spoken being like like you should take McGregor seriously like it's not really a joke you know what I mean yeah he said that he's also said like like to save all these boxing pussies like slagging McGregor because if they actually got in a fight with him like they'd absolutely get the yeah. head kicked off yeah. so it's good to see Nate Diaz like he's, there's no real like as much as he, there is slight well, bad blood McGregor made him a millionaire yeah yeah, yeah but I mean know. it's good to see that he's like mm. Being a man about it, really, like you yeah. know what I mean. Well, I, I think Nate Diaz has a lot of respect for McGregor, but as soon as like Nate Diaz's name comes out of McGregor's mouth, it'll be back on. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, like if if, May, if McGregor wins, that means there's more cash in Nate Diaz's pocket if they fight again. Oh, so. absolutely, hundred and ten yes. million percent. Like, so right, they both make their way to the, uh, the ring. Yeah. I feel like there's gonna be their ring. I feel like there's you know what? I actually feel like there's gonna be like fifteen people on like either side of the ring at the start of the fight. Like yeah. just being like the hype yeah. up the hype it up yeah, to the match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what happens I don't feel like it's gonna be like an American football team on one side and then like <laughs> and the Irish and like McGregor's side would be like soccer team. McGregor's gonna have or Mayweather's gonna have like his offensive line as I call him. Yeah, who's, standing there. Who's your man that uh, they were calling a weasel? Oh, is it Bose es- Espinosa. 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 Do you think he, they'll be in the ring and then he'll start like talking on the mic or something? No, definitely. Oh, <laughs> speech. Oh my god. And it gives a speech there, Espinosa. What like the amount of egos of that press tour was absolutely frightening. Yeah. All these people like giving their speeches and no one knew who they were, and no one cared who they were either. No. Um yeah, so they're gonna get to the ring, and I assume it's gonna be Michael Buffer doing the announcements. Yeah. Um Bruce Buffer's brother. Yeah, you know, I actually think it would be unbelievable if that Michael Buffer introduce Mayweather and Bruce Buffer is Bruce McGregor. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I just think it'd be very cool. I know, yeah, I know. I feel like the people that are actually in charge would, would just be like, oh, here, forget that. Like, And then the commentary team. I think it's, it's going to Moro Ronello. I think it's going to be Paul Emanuel Lange. I don't think Shop's going to be on the commentary team. He's, he's, he said he's going to be involved. I don't know. No, I think, he's going, to do, I, I think he's going to do that thing where you're like, what is it, like a pundit, if you know what I mean, for. Yeah. I, I don't know what you call them, but you know when they like cut back to the desk, Daniel Cormier is sitting there for yeah. the UFC. Yeah. I think he's going to do that. I think Moro Ronello is going to call the fight. Um, probably manage. I, I still wouldn't be surprised to see Joe Rogan as a late addition to just for the McGregor fight, not for yeah. the any other ones, just for the McGregor fight to come in yeah. and call the McGregor fight with them. Well, hopefully, I mean, um, like he's the he's the voice of the UFC. Yeah. yeah. Um, it'd be it'd be interesting to see what developments happen this week leading up to the fight because I feel like there's going to be a lot of things coming on and on so yeah well like make sure to keep an eye on our Instagram page we'll be posting everything yeah so alright Barry the fight starts yes yeah, so the bell rings hold on I'm not done yet what sort of trunks is Mayweather going to be wearing is he going to wear American trunks is he I almost oh. feel like he will for this one because I feel like McGregor's going to be wearing like very Irish trunks yeah I, think, uh, McGregor... I wouldn't be surprised if he wore like a, like a metallic sort of pink looking tricolour flag yeah he'll, 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 have, he'll be green anyway yeah, I'll tell you he'll wear like Irish boxing gloves as well. Do you think he'll do the Billy strut around the ring? Because it'll be his ring until Mayweather walks in. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. No, he'll he'll do something. I wouldn't be surprised if he did the fucking arm thing, the warm-up arm shoulder roll thing. Yeah. He, the McGregor challenge in the ring. I wouldn't be surprised if he did it just to like let everyone know before whatever happens, happens that like he's doing his thing. Yeah, he'll try and own it, yeah. Yeah. Um, See, the funny thing is right now I'm trying to envision exactly what's going to happen. It's actually like sort of like, can't believe it. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, what, I'm, I'm, almost, I'm almost like, what colour will like, the floor of the canvas be? What colour will the ref be wearing? Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, what colour will the ropes be? I'm just like, I'm trying to envision it. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think they've done a, a box event in the T-Mobile arena before either. Well, not anyone of significance anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, right. This is my third time saying it. The bell rings. And No? What? The bell rings. Oh, Alright. And... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, sorry. Uh, okay, so the bell rings. Um Oh do you know what? I think he's actually gonna do that. Remember the the little um leprechaun move? Yeah. The like stay ready thing? I yeah. think he's gonna like sort of go up to him like McGregor's sort of gonna go sort of towards him and then with that sort of move and then like he's just gonna make sure to hit him. Yeah, I'll, and then, and then Mayweather sort of gonna be like, all right, here we go, and then like, don't be surprised if May, uh, McGregor keeps changing his uh, standards from like southpaw to orthodox, just so like Mayweather it gets thrown off. Cause like, bear in mind now, Mayweather, he's not prepared. He's not prepared for this fighting style, and it's gonna take him a couple of rounds to get get used to it as well. In my opinion, I don't think much is gonna happen for the first two and a half minutes. I feel like McGregor's gonna engage with Mayweather to start off. Then there'll be a long feeling out process, and yeah. I feel like the last thirty seconds of each round will be a bit explosive. I feel like they're both quite good defensive fighters. I feel like McGregor actually might be able to steal a few rounds, like late on in the rounds. If you know what I mean, if he goes for on a, like a big offensive for the last three seconds, it's a bit like fighting in the UFC. Whoever ends the round on top normally gets the nod on the judges' scorecard. Um, obviously McGregor's going for the finish, but I think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna come out there and go absolutely hell for no, that. No, no, because no. like, he's not stupid. He's not gonna be mad. I don't. No. I, I, like he's not like in fairness, he's one of the smartest fighters in the UFC. Yeah. Do you remember when he was even fighting Nate Diaz? He like he was like, right, I'll take a, sort of a break and then walk away a bit. Yeah. Like, I mean, you see, the thing is, Mayweather sort of encourages people come to more towards him. So he he's never the, the chaser. No. He's getting chased. So 
Mayweather just capitalized on everyone else's mistakes. That's his like. That's what he built his career off. He's like notoriously known as the best defensive uh, fighter of all time. They're He's all, never lost. Yeah, they're also saying that. Uh, well, some 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 boxers. I was watching stuff earlier. They're saying that like Mayweather would be best off actually standing in front of McGregor and not really moving. Because, like, if he starts ducking and diving all over the place, then Mayweather and McGregor, the way he sort of he, the way he sort of punches, it, like, it would work better in his favour rather than just staying straight down the pipe. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So, it's, like, it's, so basically, May- Mayweather should sort of just stand in front of McGregor and just sort of, like, keep straight rather than going left and right. Because, like, the way he blocks with his, his face, with his, with his, uh, with his shoulder, uh, sorry, yeah, his shoulder, is... Uh, Something that is uh, I've never seen before, and I don't know if that anyone shoulder else... roll is frightening. Yeah, I, 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 I just feel like if McGregor like punched his shoulder, and then like like connected with like a follow through to his face, that it would really hurt Mayweather. I I think McGregor's gonna be too strong for him. You know that? Like just thinking about it now, like whether I'm right, whether I'm wrong, it doesn't even matter. But like I think McGregor's gonna be physically too big for him, and he's actually just gonna be he's he's just gonna break down the barrier. I think. I don't think I've ever had a fight. Or thought about a fight in my entire life, where you have to actually speculate so much what's going to happen. Yeah, because like it is two absolutely unknown quantities who are going toe to toe with each other. Yeah. So it will be absolutely frightening. So I suppose all that we really do now is predict what's going to happen, and then we'll make assumptions on our predictions on what's going to happen next with both guys. See, I think McGregor is going to be winning at the beginning. And then, once, like, Mayweather sort of, like, downloads the... the McGregor, game plan. The game plan, yeah. Which is going to, like, I mean, it's it's inevitable. Like, this chap is 49 and 0. He's not just, like, he's not some drunken fellow from a pub. Like, McGregor's going to be, like, sort of overbearing, I think, at the beginning. Um, then, as the, as the fight sort of goes on a bit, Mayweather will sort of go into his cruise control and know sort of what McGregor has left for him. Also, bear in mind, like, McGregor's cardio does get worse as a fight goes on. It's just the truth, what he meant to say. But, uh, if the, it's going to be around the sixth, the, the sixth round. I think between the sixth and the eighth round, that's when McGregor's going to have to win it. Because, really, if he goes to the twelfth, Mayweather's going to win by decision. Like, and it's, like that, that's just the only way I can see it. And I'd be, I'd be foolish to believe anything otherwise. Um... So it's going to be around the 6th, maybe what I, I can see, because I actually think McGregor can win this, and if like, really see if like everyone actually who support McGregor wants him to win it, and they're going to try and analyse how he'll win it. I think if McGregor puts the pressure on for the first 6 rounds, and really hits him hard, which he can do, I think that like he could actually break down the barrier come the 6th round, and then like get him done because if he doesn't sort of get him done there the longer the fight goes on it's just going to play into Mayweather's hands so hopefully touch wood it'd be around the 6th if not 7th round McGregor will finally break down the doors because he's going to know he's like right if I don't get this done now the chance could pass me by and then who knows if they're ever going to fight again but like he'll be forever being like oh I was on top and I could have just done it and the thing is I think McGregor has the bottle to go all in like to just try and blast him away and in fairness and if he doesn't blast him away and Mayweather ends up winning at least he gave it his full shot you know what I mean there's no point of being like oh what if I just had to just went for it he might just try and gas himself and go for it all in because like when he gets back to the when he gets back to the corner like Owen Roddy knows exactly what he's like what he can do what he can't do John Cabinet knows exactly what everything about him like how much of a heart he has like I've never seen someone fight with such a heart so uh, 
it's going to be around the sixth. So that's what I'm going for. Right? This, uh, well, no, I'm going to say seventh, right? Seventh with favorite number. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go seventh round. McGregor's going to have to finish him off to it. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> what about you, man? Jeez, man, you're getting really into that. I'm fucking crying here. Take a breath, take a breath. There's no rush. Oh, no, no. I, I, no I, one's I, listening. There's no rush. I, I was actually thinking about there, and I actually had it in my head what I was thinking of was going to happen. And then, like, I was arguing and battling against myself. But I think the number one thing to, to remember going into this fight is that no one is more confident about Conor McGregor winning than Conor McGregor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his self-belief is absolutely fraud. Isn't it, man? What yeah, is that? That like, confidence. It's, no, it's, it's, a, it's a new word. Like, you, you can't Walking down Fifth Avenue with his top off, drinking a little uh, a little espresso. Give us some of that confidence. If he sold that in a can, I'd be drinking it now. I know, it's absolutely frightening. <laughs> it, um, for me, I think McGregor, one way or another, whether he punches him, he pushes him, he's going to get Floyd Mayweather onto the ground in the first or second round. I feel like when he has to throw him onto the ground yeah. and get a point taken off him, I think McGregor's going to get Floyd Mayweather onto the ground. You just you just say exactly what you think is going to happen. I'm not going to interrupt. Go on. But I do feel after four rounds, I know you said six or seven, I think after four rounds, that's when Mayweather is going to be able to take control. And if he escapes for the fourth round, I feel like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And I feel like if it gets to ten or eleven, it could get very dangerous for McGregor. Bear, feel, mo- bear mo- sorry for interrupting. Bear mo- the rounds are only three minutes long, and everyone's used to watching McGregor in five minute rounds as well. Just oh no, no, I know that, but yeah. I just feel that McGregor won't be used to the volume of punches being thrown at him, the volume of punches he's going to have to do on his output. Because like bear mind, it's very different punching a bag than it is punching a body. I get you. Um, well, Mayweather will only give as good as he gets as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I just feel. McGregor thinks he's going to get done inside four rounds. I think if it goes after four rounds, he will really struggle. I think Mayweather will have him sussed by then. It's going to be hard for McGregor to get new looks in after the fourth round. But I do feel, for the general excitement of the fight as well, McGregor is going to throw Floyd Mayweather on the ground at some stage. I feel like he has that physical size and advantage and he will get him on the deck, whether it's one way or the other. I feel like he might do... It would almost be like a fake knockdown, as in like he would almost like sort of knock him down and then push him over, and like Mayweather will drop to one knee, and like he'll be like a knockdown, and then Mayweather will be actually like annoyed that the ref counts as a knockdown. I can see it happening. I can see. I can only see McGregor win three of the first four rounds, and then really struggling after that. But I suppose we're in the prediction game, aren't we, Barry? As always. So if I'm gonna give a prediction, I'm gonna back our man. <laughs> and this is goes against everything I believe in terms of my sports knowledge. However, you have to support your own, don't you? Exactly. Exactly. So, Conor McGregor, second round knockout. Oh my god. That was so funny, right? That was so funny. For whoever's listening to this, and if there's a Mayweather fan, they're probably like, how can. These two lads think that a boxer who's 49-0 fighting a guy who's 0-0 and and Mayweather is possibly the best ever fighting someone who's never even had a professional fight and they think the guy who has who's never had the professional fight is going to win. You know what I mean? Like, if you think about that logic, it just sounds so stupid. But look here, I'll break down pretty quickly, right? The, 
the da- the deck is stacked astronomically against Conor McGregor. <laughs> but I feel like the more the deck is stacked against yeah. him, yeah. the more I'm going to back him. And I don't know why that is. Floyd Mayweather, the most evasive boxer of all time, 4-9-0, beating the best boxers in the world time after time again, made it look easy. However, the guys, every time, a lot of the time, Floyd Mayweather got in the ring with these guys, yeah. and he beat them before they got there. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And Conor McGregor is someone who's never going to be beaten before he gets to the octagon. Yeah, but even, even look how serious Conor McGregor's taking it. Like, the way he's doing all yeah. his training, even all the meals, everything. Absolutely everything. And then you don't even see Floyd Mayweather doing anything really. You know what I mean? Obviously, he is doing stuff, don't get me wrong, but the way you're... I think, I, I think the way McGregor knows that he'd actually be able to, like, literally kill Floyd Mayweather yeah. in an actual fight. Look, if you don't take stuff seriously, you're not going to get, like, a serious result. And... Well, that's just reading my point, really. Yeah. Look, at the end of the day, from what I've seen, McGregor's train is absolute bollocks off. Day yeah. in, day out. Yeah. And I've seen nothing from Floyd Mayweather. I know, yeah. What, and I'm just like, how serious is he taking it? I can't wait to see weigh-ins. I want to see what sort of shape Floyd's in. I'm sure he's an absolute sick shape. He doesn't drink, and I'm sure he trains an awful lot. But, at the end, like, Conor McGregor, uh, he, like, embodies the fight game. And if he actually does beat Floyd Mayweather, boxing's in big trouble. Yeah. So Barry, well, what, like I'm gonna ask you a question. <laughs> Don't, man. Don't. I think, I think we both agree. If Floyd Mayweather wins, he rides off in the sunset, and that's yeah, it. Done. Yeah. Yeah. If he loses, potentially a rematch. There's been no talk of rematch, but if he actually does lose, potentially a rematch. What would in terms in terms of Floyd Mayweather? That's all he can do. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Forget yeah, yeah. forget McGregor's yeah. options. In terms yeah. of Floyd Mayweather, if he loses, he want to do a rematch. Floyd Mayweather. Will. He, could, he could fight McGregor for the lightweight title in the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, Conor McGregor, if he loses, should he fight Paul Malignaggi, or should he go back to the UFC? Well, the, the ball is going to be totally in his court. And now that he has the McGregor promotions, I think he's going to try and see... How, what and Zufa Boxing. You know that, yeah? Yeah? Yeah, they launched Zufa Boxing. With the Fertitas. Okay. Some Energize information there. Thanks for yeah, letting me no, know. On no the worries. spot. Sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to <laughs> like... Zoinky, but like... McGregor's going to fight in the ring at some stage again. I think oh, no, definitely, yeah. I feel like he's going to go... Boxing UFC, boxing UFC, yeah. boxing... And at the end of the day... If the Fertitas are setting up a boxing promotion, don't be, like, surprised to see Dana White jump ship, leave the UFC, and go back and deal with the Fertitas brothers. Oh, jeez. Like, uh, yeah, obviously. Like, they, they made Dana White who Dana White is. Yeah. So, like, I almost think that McGregor's next fight could be Paul Malignaggi if he loses. Yeah. But he has to, like, he has to, like, not be made a show of. If he's made a show of, he's going to have to go back to the UFC. Oh, yeah, no, I get you. Um... No, you see, like, realistically, after all this, all this dies down, he's going to like be able to like sit down and be like, right, what, what exactly am I going to do? He's obviously going to make a, a truckload of cash, but he's gonna, he's gonna be like, right, I'm going to build more on this McGregor promotion stuff as well for his own, for his son's like life, for his like his grandson, children, everything. Um, and in fairness, like, you may as well strike where the iron's hot as well. You know what I mean? I can actually, I can actually see where it's going because I've seen the way the UFC have envisioned it, and I've seen the way Conor McGregor's going to envision it. Right, so if I'm Conor McGregor, if yeah. I beat Floyd Mayweather, yeah. I rematch Floyd Mayweather. That's obviously the biggest yeah. fight, clearly. 
UFC are after making an interim title fight between Tony Ferguson and Kevin Lee. Yeah. So if Conor McGregor comes back, he's almost going to have to fight the winner of that. It's not really a great fight for him either way. No. Neither of them do much for him. If Khabib was in the in the discussion, like I can almost see McGregor go to Russia and fight in Russia. It wouldn't. It would just make Conor McGregor's that superstar that much bigger. You know what I mean? He would go to Russia into any Mary ter- territory and beat Khabib or Magomedov. I think that would be an absolute incredible thing. If he fights him in America, it's a bit like, he can fight anyone. He can fight any of those guys in America. Yeah. The fact that they put this interim title in place, McGregor's going to have to fight the winner of that. So he can't fight uh, Magomedov and he can't fight Nate Diaz. They're the bigger draws. Do you know what? I so, actually... Is he going to fight Tony Ferguson with his 70,000 Instagram followers? No, he is not. <laughs> it, so, no. If he, so if he wins, he fights Floyd Mayweather. If he loses, I think he's going to fight Paulie Malignaggi. I think there's more money on the table for those two fights. Do you know what? I know. You know what? He doesn't need a UFC title. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Like, um, if he goes back and fights Nate Diaz for no title at lightweight, and then Tony Ferguson fights Khabib and Magomed off the next pay-per-view, who are you the, tuning in? The Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz fight will sell four times in yeah. pay-per-views as the uh, Tony Ferguson, Khabib, or whoever. Insert lightweight there. Yeah. I, I, you know what, I actually think after this fight, I don't know, like, whether he wins, loses, or draws. Imagine it was a draw. Um, That'd be he, 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 Yeah, I know. He's going to try and get whoever, either the boxing or the UFC, back to Dublin. And he's going to fight in it. Like, I, I can just picture it. Like, the amount of people that have travelled all over the country, like, all over the world. Well, not really all oh. over the world, but to America, etc. Uh, to watch him fight. I think that he's going to, like, give the fans, like... Bring something back I, to Dublin. I, I don't. I don't think that. Yeah. I think his swan song will be in Dublin. Yeah, but well, like, there, there will be. There will be a McGregor. Yeah, I don't think fight. His ne- Yeah, his next fight yeah. won't be Dublin. His next fight will be Vegas again. It's too much money to make in Vegas. But I, I know, I, he's business. He's business. Yeah, no, I understand that totally. Like, no, it's, it, no, I know what you mean. His song, song, swan, swan, swan song. Yeah, will be in Dublin. I could, be, imagine, I him, imagine being like Floyd. I give you a rematch, but it has to be back in Dublin. Oh, because yes. If if he beats Floyd Mayweather, then I can see him fighting him in Crow Park. That, I, can just, I can just see him like, like, cause he's then made Floyd his bitch, so he has yeah, to like come yeah. to him. Yeah. But in terms of like him actually coming back to Dublin for a fight, yeah. I don't see it happening until basically his last fight. Yeah, but oh, see, there's so many, so many options. If, it, like, it, I think it just all comes back down to the pay per view, and the pay per view is where the money yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, true. So yeah. therefore, if yeah, but you already have you already have a hundred million. Yeah, I know, yeah, but he, yeah, but like he'll want another hundred million. <laughs> man, he'll have that spent. Kids a land, will you? Connor, we're here like supporting you, man. Like, when are you coming on the show? Did, were, were we asked any other questions on on, on the gram about discuss this? I know we're asked discuss the gloves. Was anything else? No, it was. I, I think we sort of we, we covered everything. Off everything. Yeah, we said everything. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Um... By the way, Brendan Shab liked her post today as well. Oh yeah, we're, he did. We're, yeah. Getting, we're getting a lot of action now. Oh yeah, shout out to Grace. Grace asked for a shout out, so there you go. Um, yeah, Brendan Sharp, he's like also absolutely firmly in the Team McGregor boat. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to Jamie Hickey for checking out her stuff. Yeah. Good man. Yeah, and dropping us a few questions in there. Yeah. Um, you said you were dying to check out the podcast, so here it is, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a good one as well, Matt. It was all like, like it's 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 funny when you do a podcast because usually we just talk about what happened or what's going on, but like when you we're really really like diving into the, the the depths of everything. Yeah. So here, look, Barry, 
I know we didn't discuss it prior, but I'm just going to drop some very fast UFC news at you, and you give me your quick opinion on it. Yeah. Junior DeSantos pulled off UFC 215 for fighting a test with USADA. He's supposed to be fighting Francis Ngannou. Well, he probably did that on purpose then. Yeah, Francis Ngannou's terrifying, isn't he? Um, so what was that UFC 1? 215. Okay, okay. Uh, Money made us Really, see we actually don't really know what's going to happen. He says he didn't do it, but everyone says he didn't do it, so it's hard to know. And I just hope they get Ngannou a half-decent replacement because I want to see what he's tested against the upper echelon. Like who? Who's the options? I don't know. Mark Hunt's supposed to be fighting Marcin Tabora. Who? Yeah, exactly. In Australia. Yeah. So like maybe take Hunt out of that, put him in against Ngannou. Oh, watch that. That'd be nice. Yeah. Okay, next piece of news. We discussed there. UFC 216 will be headlined by Kevin Ferguson, or Tony Ferguson versus yeah. Kevin Lee. Main main event. Give me an early prediction there for me, Barry. Um, I'm just looking forward to seeing Tony Ferguson fight again, and I think I think I think he's too good to lose to Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee sort of just came like he's just only only on the doorstep of the UFC. Really, he hasn't he hasn't really been broken in, and also you could call his uh, last fight against Chiesa a bit of a controversial, very controversial. Yeah, for me, I'm actually going the opposite way. I think Tony Ferguson was great because he was fighting so often. And that made him a hot prospect. He's taking a lot of time off. Yes, yeah. And I actually think Kevin Lee is riding more of a momentum win. And I actually don't think his win over Kiesa was as controversial as people think. And like I was actually picking Kiesa for that fight. So I actually like I'm extremely impressed with Kevin Lee. Yeah. I won another piece of news and it was to do with the UFC and I can't remember. Oh, uh Kelvin Gaslam is gonna be fighting Anderson Silva. Watching that and who thinks gonna win that? Oh yeah, it's on like Fight Pass in like China, isn't it? Yeah, Shanghai, I think. I can't believe Anderson Silva's career has just become this. Yeah, I can't believe he's like a fight pass fighter now. Yeah. Um, I think I'm just going to pick Gaston. Yeah, Gaston, yeah. Too fresh. Yeah. Um, I think that is all the news. Oh, me and Barry are extraordinarily, 100% strongly, and more than likely going to UFC 217 in November. Yeah. In, um, New, in New York. New York. So that's got GSP versus Bisping for the middleweight title. It's got... Cody Garbrandt versus TJ Dillashaw for the Bantamweight title and it's also got Jorge Masvidal versus Stephen Wonderboy Thompson yeah. so we will be really looking forward to that we're yeah. really trying to think of going we're just making a few plans in the coming days and maybe by next week we'll know if we're definitely going or not yeah well, I 100% want to go we, yeah we both want to go yeah. we're just making sure it's financially viable and that we are sort of with tickets etc etc yeah yeah it's a ticket situation we're trying yeah. to get media passes again yeah so I think that is all we have to offer on that one. So, all that's left is a bit of Premier League, I think, Barry, is it? Overall, watch him, like, how much are you looking forward to that fight, by the way? Like, just... I'm almost like 7 out of 10 at the moment, but like, I need to see the weigh-ins, and then I'm like, 12 out of 10, I'm like, yeah. give it to me. Yeah, give arm, it to me, yeah, yeah. The armpits would be sweating. I'm, 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 I've seen too many UFC fights been like, oh, yeah. broke broke before, like the day before the fight, it's like, yeah. oh my God, did you actually, you yeah. joke? That Tony Ferguson... Uh, uh, Khabib. Yeah, because uh, like when Ross and I were actually making YouTube videos, we made a video on that on that fight, Tony Ferguson against Khabib, and then it was going to be posted on one of like Ireland's most known uh, websites and the fight on got Facebook. Canceled. Yeah, and then the fight got cancelled, so they didn't put the video up, and like, we were just devastated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just like, <laughs> you know oh I mean? my god, we were like, here's a little break, and it's like, no, very energized. Khabib letting us down. Okay, so we're going to move on to the Premier League, everyone's favorite league. And you're lucky that we're actually recording this very late on Monday night. So Manchester City have played Everton and they drew one all. 
But we're not going to start with that one. We're going to start on Saturday, I think, Barry, are we? Yeah. Uh, the first game that kicked off this weekend's games was Manchester United playing Swansea. You oh, know, I had that one go. Um, it was actually 4-0 on a way to the first game. Oh, no, wait a second. That was the second game, 4-0. Uh, Ross, what do you think about United, man? Two, two 4-0 wins, I mean... Uh, oh, I'm actually so impressed with them. It's actually frightening. I actually can't believe how impressed I am with them myself. Like... It's, it's, it's kind of strange because I looked at him last year and was, Antonio Valencia he's like one of our best players but like the rest of the players who should have been doing all the magic are now doing the magic and like Valencia's like almost like a squad player almost he almost looks like a squad player compared to the rest of them yeah. like Paul Pogba is like magician midfield Matic has given us all that defensive qualities we need Lukaku looks like he's never going to stop scoring yeah. Martial is back cool in front of goal Pogba scoring again. Mkhitaryan is like assist boy. Yeah, Joe Mkhitaryan only got one assist in the league last year. Yeah. And he's already got four this season in two games. In fairness, he was like Europa League boy last year. Yeah, uh, no, but like when you... Yeah, when you I, know, I, know you say, I know when you say it, I'm just like, oh my God, it's frightening. Europa but League like, boy. Yeah. Um, like, Rashford actually isn't even doing bad, but like, he's like almost on his way out of the team because Martial's doing yeah. so good. See, the thing is, the thing is with Martial, right, for anyone that plays FIFA, don't you when you sort of cut in... And hit or one. And hit or one. Yeah. The angle that Martial always ends up at to score these goals is is something that like not many footballers do or even can do. The potential he has is under off the rails. I think um, he, I think he should be starting now. Yeah, yeah. Eric Bailey's playing absolutely phenomenal, yeah. getting on the score sheet. Phil, Phil Jones, Philly is Jones, doing, yeah. doing great. Uh, obviously, De Gea has kept two clean sheets. Yeah. That hasn't had a hell of a lot to do. We had one scare against Swansea, wasn't it? Hit the bar. Yeah, but that was a bit. Uh, of a yeah, that was like a bit of a. Yeah, it was a cross, but yeah. then he kicked it the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, and like even Blindy's doing all right, left back. So yeah. like we're looking extraordinarily solid. And I like the way. I like the way we're not we're not like just being absolute sheep and like playing five. 3-2 or yeah. 5 whatever whatever that formation everyone else playing the Chelsea every, formation I think ever since Flaney comes onto the pitch we've scored 6 goals you know that yeah I'm not going to like I'm not going to like uh, draw a correlation from that but um, yeah I'm sure it is it's funny the way Herrera was our best player last year and now he can't get into the team yeah. um, the standard has just really stepped up a bit yeah. I remember after they scored one of the goals there on the weekend um, when they were all celebrating there was like at least 5 players that Mourinho signed and I was like this is the first time it's actually been a Mourinho team. And Zlatan's coming back this week. Zlatan's coming back. So is he's going to be a coach as well. Is that true? I wouldn't be surprised. I think his kids are enrolled in the United Academy. Um, do you think he's going to be then like sitting on the bench and all like with the coaching staff? Well, I wouldn't be surprised if he was like he's not going to be a starter. Like Lukaku was like a yeah, starter. no, no. I know he's not going to be a starter, but I mean, like if he's going to be a coach. Well, put it this way: I can see him coming on after seventy minutes of most games. To be honest. Yeah, but say for Liz and they bring on Zlatan and be like, Jesus, yeah. here we go. Did you see him uh, spin kicking the bag, the yeah. boxing bag? Or did, yeah. you see, did you see Bailey kicking him in the arse and yeah. then like run away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was like the leak to let everyone know he was coming back. It was yeah. like, he was like, I'll, I'll be ready for you next week or something along those lines. So. It's, it's mad how he scored 28 goals last year, but like yeah. we've literally like, kicked it on without him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately so, but like that happens with everything in life, really. Yeah, yeah but like. Think of how bloody teams would be if we were like 1-0 down and like Lukaku went on Zlatan were up front. Oh, Jesus. Even sticking on the flame, the height of them players. Um, also, we might as well give Huddersfield a shout-out. Like, top of the league. Yeah. Toy top of the league with United. Only behind on goal difference. Who, who have they beaten so far? They beat Newcastle, was it? Yeah, they beat Newcastle during the weekend. Newcastle looked terrible, man. Uh, sure, Benitez came out and goes, I don't know if we're ready for the Premier League, which I think is an absolutely awful thing for your manager to say. No, but like, they're so... They're just so bogey looking and like I couldn't believe they signed no one. I thought like I was I was like, 
Newcastle come up and spend about 70 million, you know what I mean? And like, they'll stay up. They, they're, no one. They're, in deep, they're, they're in deep shit, man. Um, also, over the weekend, Liverpool won 1-0 against Crystal Palace. Um, doing a good job without Coutinho. And, yeah, Salah seems to be doing a good job in yeah. Mane as well. Mane, he's very important to them. Yeah. Liverpool actually doing well. Remember, it was last year, yeah? Yeah. And then Mane went away to the African Cup of Nations. Yeah. And then they sort of like... Fell apart. Fell apart a bit, yeah. Yeah, I'm not too sure on them because like... Liverpool can like play absolutely gorgeous football, but then they can also like, as they did last week, draw to offer it. So yeah, what do you think of um, this whole Coutinho scenario? Look, look the Liverpool, I can't believe they rejected one hundred and thirteen million pounds from because like he's not, he doesn't want to be there, he doesn't want to play. Klopp doesn't want to pick him when he's like that, and like, look, Coutinho's a very good player, but the players they have there, like in that similar position, aren't that far behind them. Yeah. that it's like. After you devastating, they don't have them. Yeah. They'd actually be better getting 113 million. Why don't they offer 60 million for Diego Costa? He doesn't want to play for Chelsea. Try get him at Liverpool, and then they have another 53 million in the bank to spend on maybe a centre half. Maybe get rear Virgil Van Dijk yeah. for another. And like there you go. Liverpool will be way better with Van Dijk and Acosta yeah. than they will be with Coutinho. Yeah. Because Firmino's playing full four for them, yeah. so, and he's not even really a full forward. You know what I mean? No. He's not. He's not a Premier League. Winning centre forward anyway. Nah, he'd work better off behind Costa yeah. as well. Maybe they should sort that out. Um, what else am I looking at here? Uh, Arsenal lost one 0 away to Stoke. Banger in, banger out. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing about this, Stoke actually have five Champions League winners in their team. Um, yeah, but how many of them played the Champions League final? I didn't, I, I, I didn't look that up, but I mean, when you when you see, when you see, see that, you're yeah, like, Jesus, yeah. like that's actually quite impressive. They're all Barcelona and Real Madrid, aren't they? Oh no, Shakiri's by Bayern Munich. Shakiri yeah. might have played the final. Yeah, Fletcher for United as well. Oh yeah, and Hesse from Real Madrid. I'm what, I'm, and then Afloy and Bojan from Barcelona. Barcelona, yeah. yeah. I think Nate Mays said six players there, but whatever. Did Manesa win at Barcelona? I don't know if he actually got a game during the Champions League run, but like he was at Barcelona when they won the Champions League anyway. Um, yeah. Who else is there? Yeah. Any other notable results? Uh, Southampton won 3-2 against West Ham. If you didn't see that, that was uh, Southampton went 2-0 up. West Ham got it back to 2-all and Southampton won a 3-2 in the end. Charlie Austin scored the penalty, actually. Uh, that's not good news for Shane Long. Because yeah. I remember when I was watching the penalty, I was like, right, if Charlie Austin misses this, he's getting sold and Shane Long's staying. You, you know where the rumour this week that Shane Long was going? Where? I'll give you one guess. Burley? Yeah. I'm not surprised. Did, did you see after the game, actually, uh, Charlie Austin in, in an interview said that uh, he was going to kick it to the other side of the goal. But um, Mark Noble came up and was like, the keeper knows where you're going. So he changed his mind and hit it the other way. And he goes, thanks a million, Noble, for that. <laughs> he actually said that. I was like, well, Also, I Chikorito scored twice. So, like, uh, as much as, like, I didn't want to score against United and didn't like oh, I'm hoping he actually buries against other teams I'd say he'll get about 15 goals this year yeah uh, notable Leicester City won 2-0 again uh, well, not, not again but uh, well they scored 2 goals again yeah um, no, did yeah, not get three, 3 in the first game no it was 3-2 to Arsenal no I thought it was like four. No, it was 4-3 four, oh 4-3 four, yeah yeah. Uh, yeah they're scoring a good, good load of goals so I actually think Leicester could finish like top 10 this year and they seem to be doing alright so it's fairly uh, relevant so yeah. far also, West Brom won one 0 against Burnley. Um, I actually thought Burnley had a good chance to join you know, the top of the league, playing at home to West Brom, but couldn't get the job done. Yeah, West Brom, they're sort of like it's such a totally pewless side. It's it's almost like a mirror image of the Stoke team that he had, just like big and tall and strong and root the ball up and see what happens. I think what you should do is if your team's battling relegation, get Tony Pulis in for three years, he'll send you the ship to a middle table side, and then you have to get new manager in because he's not bringing yeah. any further. He's a bit of like an uncorrupt Allardyce, isn't he? Yeah. Um, also Watford won 2-0 uh, 
their new Brazilian youngster actually scored a goal. So uh, and Capua scored as well, two 0 away to Bournemouth. Uh, I'm actually surprised because Bournemouth actually looked good in the first game. Your man Munier looked quite good. The standard in the league has actually gone so high, hasn't it? Yeah, it's actually yeah, ridiculous. Uh, moving on to Sunday's games, we've already talked about Huddersfield winning, like fair play to them. But uh, Spurs lost two one to Chelsea. They can't, they can't seem to get anything right in Wembley, can they? Um, it was weird seeing the game played at Wembley. Wasn't it was. It? it looked like a final or yeah. some sort of cup game. Uh, Tottenham actually weren't that bad, but the thing is that that um, that Warren Hart Lane I, thing was I, actually I, so I, important. I almost have to call you out in this man because I was very high on Marcus Alonso last year, and you were a bit dodgy. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. But he's actually class, isn't he? He's good at free kicks, all right, yeah? Yeah, but he, no, in fairness, he's, he's the best left-back in the league, man. He just is, like... They won the league last year, and he was so crucial. He's sort of like a wing-back, though. Yeah, no, yeah, but he's, like, the best at it. And, like, I know I know what you're dodgy about him. Like, he came from Fiorentina, I was a bit like, who is this guy? And then, like, I've just seen him play a few times, I was like, no, he's, he's got it, like... Whatever it is, he's got it. Well, you think he's world-class? Yeah, well, in terms of, like, how many left-backs are better than him in the world? Not many. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like... Well, like, like if you're the name, best name a few great left backs. Marcelo. Yeah, well. Jordi Alba. David Alaba. I wouldn't say he's as good as them now, but like he's certainly top three Premier League, hands down. Has he got many Spanish caps? Probably not. Probably not, actually. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well he's like Jordi Alba's been like cemented yeah. that position. Um in fairness, he scored two goals at left back, like. No, fair play to him. Like yeah. I don't want really to be hating on no, him. No, 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 I don't think you are. I'm, I'm just like I'm just like yeah, he just come, came across as such like a standard left back. It, it was yeah. not like. In fairness, he's really come on for Chelsea now. In fairness, when he, I'm sure when he got when they got him for Fiorentina, he wasn't that great. Yeah. But like since he's put on that blue jersey for Chelsea, he's been one of their key players. Yeah, and even look at Victor Moses on the other yeah. side doing well. But uh, Chelsea beating Spurs. Do you think this? Do you think this uh, Wembley thing is going to suit Spurs? No, I think they're actually going to have a bad season. Yeah, same think, here. I can almost see them finish like seventh in the league, and then like. I can see them ending up in the Europa League from the Champions League group stages. That's almost a kiss of death, really, isn't it? Yeah. Unless you win it. I, 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 I just think they're very, they'll be very hard to beat on the road. Uh, they'll be very good on the road. I just don't see them doing it at Wembley. I'm sure they beat some teams 5 0 at Wembley, but I think against the top six, they're going to really struggle at Wembley. Yeah, the thing, the thing is with Spurs last year, the way uh, Whitehart Lane was so narrow, and mm. they, they had so much action going on in the centre of the pitch that they like almost perfected it. But now. Now the way like Wembley is so wide, yeah. there's so much more of the pitch that they have to cover. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like it doesn't help them. They should almost like try and get the pitch made smaller. Yeah, but I, I also think they have that problem that I think we discussed before that they're actually so strong in all their positions, but they're not world class in a lot of their positions that it's actually very hard to find the player to buy to improve them. Yeah, without having to change the whole formation. Yeah, like it's very hard to make them better, but like obviously they have to get better to win. So I'm not too sure. Yeah, that's gonna that's definitely that's definitely gonna knock them back now because of Chelsea. Chelsea isn't it? Mm. Um, also tonight, as we said, Man City drew one all with everything. Wayne Rooney going to coming back to Manchester and scoring. Um, I think he's almost gonna be one of the signs of the season. You think so? Yeah. It was such a bargain, realistically, when you actually think about it. Because yeah, I knew he'd actually be reignited that career. Like we both said it. It was it was just like yeah. it was just like Wayne Rooney is still a very good footballer. He was a very good footballer, but he was just like so stuck in such a rut. Yeah. It was like. Such a rut. It was like a four-year rut that it was like it was impossible to come yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. It was. He needed to be refreshed, yeah. re-energized. Some yeah. might say. And he's he after he is and he's playing for his team and like you can just tell everyone. Everyone looks up to him. I think like yeah. at Man United, like 
the tables had turned and people were looking to I think when Van Persie showed up like people looked towards Van Persie and then like people were looking towards uh, Zlatan and people looking towards Pogba and yeah. I, 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 like he wasn't he was being the focal point yeah. he wasn't the focal point anymore Um, that's not that's not really a great result for City now no. although after they had a player sent off and then came back to get a goal but uh, it, I, I like the way the United are in the background there just picking off the points you know yeah, I mean? yeah. I, I like the way I can feel confident. You know, we're playing yeah. some lower end of the table, and we can go out and beat them. And the way we beat West Ham four 0 at home, that to me that's far more impressive than beating Swansea four 0 away. Because I think, in my opinion, Swansea are one of the weakest sides in the Premier League. Mate, uh, you see, the thing is like that Man City defense on paper with co- company Stones and Otamendi like looks very strong and solid. But like, if you really yeah. try and like dissect it a bit, like company like is. Like he barely even has legs. Stones hasn't really set set Manchester alight, really, has he? No. Did bogey at the back and Otamendi, like he seems like one of them players. He goes to head the ball, misses it, and then all of a sudden they're in behind. But that's strike power with Aguero and uh, Gabriel Jesus, Jesus and mm. De Bruyne, Silva. I mean, the list goes on. And Sané as well. They'll they'll, they'll uh, try and outbeat you five four. You know what I mean? They're they're not going to hold on to a one 0 win. Um. What is on next weekend? Because okay. I have one or two transfer questions to ask you as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next weekend, kicking off. The Just give the top. Give the give the, give the top. The okay. top six. I don't. Right. I don't care if like. Yeah. Grand. Okay. You you relax. Right. Right? I don't care if Palace are playing Bournemouth. Right. How do you relax? <laughs> okay. Uh, Man City are, are kicking off the weekend away to Bournemouth. Um, All right, Grant. Yeah. Man City. You, Man City. You, you have to back Man City for that. Yeah. Uh, also. Man United are playing Leicester at half five. I think you know it actually could win four 0 again. No joke. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Leicester, Leicester, they're yeah, too really slow at the back. Goals, yeah, on Sunday, if if you're not like actually doing after the McGregor fight. Oh, uh, Super Sunday. Yeah, Super Sunday. Chelsea are playing Everton at half one. Uh, also, Liverpool, Liverpool are playing Arsenal at four o'clock, and Spurs are playing Burnley. Uh, I think whoever loses that game between Arsenal and Liverpool could be in trouble. Yeah, won't be in the top four anyway. Yeah. What are we gonna say anyway, bud? Right, as always, like I think what I'm going to say is more important than what you're going to say. Uh, so, <laughs> so should I kept that a secret, man? I have a I have, my first big question is right. Yeah. Neymar has started for PSG and he's gone off to a flyer. Yes. Yes. I know the French league is obviously a bit more easier because even when they do that, like top goals work, it's worth one point five goals, whatever that means. You know what I'm talking about if you know what I'm talking about, and if you don't, then it doesn't really matter. But the French league is basically an easier league than the Spanish league, the German league, the English league, etc., etc. Not the Irish league. So, apparently, with Neymar arriving at Paris Saint-Germain, yeah. Julian Draxler is now available for about £32 million. Pounds. Yeah. Do you think all top six should be in for him for that price? I think, like, I think... Oh, I don't think you know to need him, you know that? Because um, he's more leggy than fast, and we need someone fast on the left. And who's left-footed? Um, I think Spurs could definitely do with him. Do you not think he'd be like Liverpool should sell Coutinho for a hundred and something million and they could buy Draxler for 32 just, million? I, oh yeah, sure, he has a German link with Klopp. Um yeah, obviously. Like um, like is that not absolute like eighty million and Draxler basically for Coutinho? Like is that not absolute business and a half, no? Yeah, but it's sort of like what, you're talking about Coutinho going to Like get Coutinho sell him to Barcelona and the boy Draxler for thirty two million. Yeah, but like the, okay, if I was talking about teams would definitely like should Take definitely them. Yeah, right. Arsenal, Spurs, and Liverpool. Like Chelsea don't need them. You know yeah, but Chelsea could them. almost do them because they have a bad squad. Oh, yeah, but they have a, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't see him going to Chelsea. I see him going to one of those three teams. I don't see him going to Liverpool. I just don't. None of these players, like none of these millionaire players, seem to be like 
you can go anywhere on the map where do you want to go and then they're like Merseyside in fairness I'd almost take him for you know just have another good player in squad oh, no, at, that, yeah. at, at that price and the way the transfer market is at the moment it almost feels like you're robbing him you know what I mean yeah. yeah. See, see, PSG play with uh, they play four three three. Yeah. So there's only like Di Maria, Cavani, and Neymar are going to be the top three, isn't it? I think so. Di Maria, Cavani, and Neymar. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then it was like Rabiot started there, and uh, Verratti, yeah. and then also Thiago Mata. I don't know how he's still going, but um. Oh yeah, because Matuidi's gone to Juventus. Yeah. The funny thing was, I told you Matuidi went to Juventus for like twenty million, right? And then he was in the stadium there watching the game. I was just like, what's going on? Did he go or not go? Or but like he was there holding the jersey. So I don't. Even I can't know. believe like I can't believe he went to Juventus for twenty million and someone like Arsenal or Liverpool or Spurs yeah. didn't buy him for twenty million. I know. Yeah. I can't believe some of these bargain deals get done and like like the Premier League teams like are asleep, just totally over the head. Yeah. 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 Because like there was talk like you know he spent fifty million on Matuidi and it's like oh, I'm going yeah. to I'm going to Juventus for twenty lads, yeah like million euro, yeah yeah but Neymar Neymar has been quality I was just like yeah I, I made sure when I was looking at the highlights I was I was like right I'm gonna watch PSG first because like over Real Madrid and Barcelona even though they both won as well mm. but like I think it was because I knew Neymar scored and I just want to see what damage he's doing he was so he's so there, like alert one. and sharp that like if any teams can go for any of the sort of like leftover youth players from either Barcelona or Real like you should definitely pick them up and bring them to your team especially ones with pace because Neymar it was just he was just like a step above the whole uh, was it Nantes defence I think it was yeah I think so they won 6-2 anyway yeah it was 6-2 was, yeah. uh, like there was there was one save so where sharp. he had the ball in the box and I think he actually beat like four people yeah. in the box and just scored and I was like well, it did take a slight defection and yeah. he spun your man yeah but uh, yeah but I think when you're world class like the ball comes, naturally comes yeah. back to you it just almost does yeah um, he's special he is special uh, also, Alexis Sanchez, there is a possibility of him leaving as well. Yeah. Talks are going to Man City. I don't know if they need another player like that. But course, you can't you can't not take an Alexis Sanchez yeah. when they become available. Oh no, I oh, know, yeah, but like, don't show like they're talking about Barcelona buying Coutinho for about hundred and what twenty million. Yeah. Why don't they go for Alexis Sanchez for like, like 50, 50, 60 million? Because yeah, exactly. like, he's already played there. He already played great there. And he fit straight in because yeah, he'd obviously be the perfect replacement yeah. for Neymar. Why, why, why is that not even uh, like on the on the cards? I, I almost don't know. I almost sometimes think like the papers force these players into like the transfer. Like they just talk about it so much, it's like it's almost done. Yeah, but like Sanchez was replaced by Neymar. Yeah. So now if Neymar moves, well, which he has done, I don't see why they don't just get him back. I almost think it's frightening that you could buy. Diego Costa and Alexis Sanchez and probably have a hundred million left over from what you saw Neymar for. It's it's a scary world out there, and then like Mbappe is like, will he will he go? Will he stay at the moment? It's actually frightening to think that like he could stay at Monaco, but if he moves, it's going to be like over one hundred fifty million pounds yeah. to wherever he goes, which is frightening for like a nineteen year old kid who's had one good season. And like, look, I've seen him. I know he's going to be very good, but. You have to reach Messi Ronaldo levels for that one, you don't you? Yeah, if you think about it, Martial was the like the original player plucked from Monaco. Monaco. Yeah. And like they were like it was like thirty million, which could have rise to fifty million, and everyone's like, What are you doing? But like he was the first the first one. He was away. he was the first Mbappe. He was, yeah, he was the original Mbappe, yeah. Like I think about all these players that have left and now. He, he looks so dangerous when I saw him like score those goals for Monaco against Arsenal in Champions League, I was like, Oh, there's something special about him. And then when he like scores the goals and then like what I call the Henri eyes, he gives the Henri eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it's just frightening. And like, look, I think these days too many fans get up in arms about how much they pay for players. That's just the way the game has gone. Yeah. Like none that none that really bothers me. I'm just more so 
as long as my team get the players that they need and, the and win on the weekend yeah that's yeah. all I really care also, about last thing uh, PSG actually had a penalty and Cavani took it and Neymar didn't take it oh, I thought that was a bit weird I didn't see like who got fouled. Maybe Cavani got fouled. No, no, Neymar was actually fouled. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Although some players have that thing where if they get fouled, they don't hit the penalty. Yeah, I know, but it was just although so, some like, players have that thing when they get fouled, they have to hit the penalty. Yeah, but if you cost over two hundred million, yeah, like yeah. he's there taking the corners and everything. Is he? Yeah, he took the corner, takes corners. Yeah, I don't know. I would have thought he'd stay in the box to try and score as many goals as he possibly can. I know it's not transfer deadline day yet, and I know we'll probably do a chat before transfer deadline day. But quick question: yeah. Do you think you know it will sign anyone before the deadline day? Or are we done till January? I can see us picking up a, a, like a left footer. Um, just someone, even if it's the young fella from, uh, well, Sessing Young from uh, Fulham. Oh, yeah. Just someone to get extra legs in that position. To He's only about 17, isn't he? Yeah, I know, yeah. It'd be interesting to see. Um, I don't think we're that stuck. I think we'd easily make the January, but I think it'd be great to get something in now and it would really show like, that were serious title contenders yeah. if like we have that box off. I would, just, I would just like the left foot to, to balance off the, the, the Christmas tree. I almost, I almost wish we had like another Antonio Valencia except the left side of one and like oh, yeah. he could actually push up there if we needed it. You know what I mean? Danny Rose. Yeah, Danny Rose could be the man. Could yeah. be, yeah. I feel like if we had Danny Rose the left footed left attack midfield position would be less necessary. Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. Maybe yeah, if Luke Shaw like, gets it back in although he's, he was playing for the reserves tonight as well. Yeah, so was actually young as well. I think the ball had an hour, didn't they? So, oh, that's good, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Um, look, Mourinho has a plan anyway one way or the other. <laughs> and at the moment, I'm sublimely confident in what he's doing. Last year, I didn't really know what to be thinking but look, it's fine. no matter what anyone says, Mourinho knows he's doing. So, Mark, I think that is it for this week's episode so far, unless you have something to add in. No, do you? No, I just want to say thanks again for tuning in. And um, oh, guys, make sure to stay tuned all week. The Instagram, everything May Mac will be going down there. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I must say, me and Barry are both absolutely delighted that like we're actually getting recognised by Conor McGregor and Brendan Chab, and they're like liking our stuff on Instagram. And I know like it might not mean a lot to some people, to to us, it's like. It's important. Yeah, our hard work is finally getting recognised and it means a lot to us. Yeah? And as always, stay energised!